This is the Double Deuce Podcast. Welcome to Double Deuce. Yes. It's I'm Nelson. And I'm Will. And it's 22 minutes of podcast. We talk about shit. Yeah. Double Deuce. Yep. Whenever you're in Lawrence, Kansas, grab a drink at Frank's North Star Tavern, official bar of the Double Deuce Podcast. Double Deuce. Sorry, I wasn't recording when you said Double Deuce. Oh, that's okay. Was where we started now? Yeah, we're starting. We're recording now. now. We actually it's double, double Deuce. Double Deuce. <laughs> double hey, fuck <laughs> <up> already. <laughs> God damn it. You're so eager to get started that you hit the button Is this? before the mic started picking anything up, and you're like Double Deuce. Yeah, so we, I'm gonna add uh, I'm gonna add 20 seconds to the end of the uh, of the of the, the, the podcast. You can if you want. I'm probably not gonna edit that because it's gonna be hard to tell. It's like I don't, don't want to listen to it. To figure out where to edit it. Injury time. I don't listen to them really generally until I listen to it after it's posted. Well, it's episode <laughs> 42. That's, yeah, that's the time to listen to it. <laughs> the 42. When I when I can kill 20 minutes of, of work. <laughs> there you go. It's like the it's like the uh, the audio equivalent of pooping, mm-hmm. you know. Just you know, wait, use some time. We'll do it at work because that way you get paid for it. Yeah, yeah. but it was another gin Sunday one, the episode uh, forty. We were pretty drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I have not had a chance to go back and listen to that yet, but I were, I drunk. only vaguely remember the whole episode. So uh, that's I, definitely the drunkest I've sounded doing the show. <laughs> episode forty, the last one that's been released. Oh, I haven't listened to it yet. With uh, Kitty and Nick. Okay. Yeah, we started drinking gin in between episodes. Uh, I listened to the 40s. first one with yeah. you, but yeah, not the second one. Yeah, and so we, uh, again, I don't remember much of it. It'll be interesting uh, to go back and listen to it. There's a lot of there's pie talk and then and the, and the hobo pie stealing talk. Yes, the one percent hobo pie thief. Yeah, uh, and I, I I texted Chris Shaw, who's never it's mentioned true, that yeah. since, and that <laughs> never got back to me. So. Uh, pie maker Chris Shaw. Well, he, he answered Lakers the questions. Cafe. He did answer he the question. Yeah, but I think I think he was on point. I think it was a little. Uh, He's probably like, huh? It's odd. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on there? Yeah. What's going on there? Is April drunk in the afternoon again? I don't know. But hey, so, on that yes. on that note, uh, this is episode forty two, uh, mm-hmm. isn't it? Which mm-hmm. is exciting. Mm-hmm. Forty two. That's that's how mm-hmm. old I am. Yeah. Uh, so it's my Life, birthday the episode. It's James, my birthday episode. Where is it? Am I 43? I think I'm only 42. It is the answer to life, the universe, and everything. And speaking of that, we're going to start um, with... Uh, I think we're you're 42, start... aren't you? What's that? Yeah, I think I'm 42. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, uh, Amber's back. Yeah, Amber's back. Hey. Yeah. And just before we started the podcast, she's like, we were talking about what we were going to talk about. And she's like, I just found out I'm bipolar and I quit my job. So we said, let's put a pin in that and we'll talk about it. So we're going to go to I'm bipolar and Pulling I quit my job out. corner. Uh, so this is not for the faint of heart. Um, but uh, yeah, what? So well, let's talk about this. So you got diagnosed as bipolar and you quit your job. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I've all my life that I can remember, I've had bouts of uh, depression and anxiety, and I think that's not unusual in this room, right? Am I right? Yeah. Like we know what that is. Oh yeah, I was having panic attacks in the '90s before they were cool. Right. right. Yeah. So. Right. I, I know you. I feel you. And this was different. Like this was, I was going down a rabbit hole. I wasn't going to come out of, or I was going to at least need to be like go away to a facility for a week or something if I didn't do something different. So it was, uh, it was interesting. Um, Maria Bamford came to town this uh-huh. summer and uh, I saw her and then I just got really curious about her because she's clearly, I mean, brilliant comic and clearly mentally ill. Like during her show, she's clearly 
awesome <laughs> a little bit. And so I just started researching her, and she is bipolar, and I started really reading about bipolar, like not just what you hear. Right. And I was like, oh, holy shit, that sounds really familiar. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's been, it's been uh, discovery and sadness and <laughs> horribleness and wonderfulness all at the same time. So, so did you, are you, did you want to see somebody? And I mean, how did that yeah. process work? The, uh, how did that, how did that work? Like, do you just, I, mean, I, 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 obviously when I was diagnosed with anxiety, it was, it was still very early. So it was all like, it always felt a little cloak and dagger. Like I'd have to go to the doctor in Topeka and, I know, me, right? Tell me that, yeah, that he wish I had this symptom and this symptom and this symptom because then I could be part of the study for a new medication. And it was all very odd. It was, it was, it was not the most comforting part of the process. But in that respect, too, it might be good that you weren't testing out new anxiety medication in the 90s. Maybe. <laughs> so that's, I that wasn't be, always... I could be moving things with my mind and having nosebleeds now mm-hmm. uh, and, and be able to go to the upside down. Uh, other side or whatever. Um, that show is so good. Yeah, but anyway, so 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 you didn't have to do any of that. <laughs> no, but I felt like I might be going there. So right. I knew I had to make some changes quickly. And yeah, no, what you said is so true, and I think it's so sad because um, it has, it's I have the luxury of having a spouse who has a good job and money. I could quit my job. Um, I mean, I didn't work for a long time when I took care of our daughter. So I had the luxury of quitting. Most Americans just don't have that luxury. And I went straight to Burt Nash because basically I didn't know where else to go. And um, more than being concerned for myself, I've seen other people who come in there and they really need help and they really don't have money. And it is a really long process for people to get mental health help in this country. And it's, it's really aggravating and sad. Especially without money. Especially without money, yeah. Very much so, and and so they sort of you talked over it with the, with the counselor, and they sort of came. I mean, it was basically they were like, "Yeah, we agree." Or you it sounds like you've got bipolar. Um, or, yeah, and then the weird thing is though is that you know they can't therapists can't dis- prescribe meds, so then you have to find a psychiatrist, and psychiatrists don't in this country anymore really do therapy. So you have to have a therapist and a psychiatrist, or you have to get your doctor on board to prescribe you meds. So it's a whole fucking runaround, like, right. and it's a lot of money and time. And like I say, I have lux- I feel guilty that I have luxury to be able to take care of myself a little bit. Um, not a lot of people do. So. But but it is it is it's it's like you you you've got somebody who's already dealing with a a mental crisis, and then you make them go through a process that is incredibly frustrating it, yeah. for a normal person. Oh, you know, like. Uh, and, uh, and complicated. And complicated. <laughs> um, very complicated. I mean, I certainly, I've got a, another friend who was uh, who was diagnosed, um, and the only way that, you know, he's been able to, to get help for really dark times is to go into the emergency room. And, uh-huh, which is you know, bullshit. And basically, you know, it's like, it's not, it's not helping him, it's not helping the emergency room it's not it's right. like, like he knows exactly what he needs and right. and he shouldn't have to use those resources but the only way he can get it is to use those resources and it's just it seems like there's got to be a better way I know and I think I know your friend and he yeah. is a valuable member of society who actually does his job well when he's able to function and it's 
fucking bullshit that he can't get out. You yeah, know? yeah. It's really a frustrating situation. So I definitely, I feel like we've made amazing strides in talking about mental illness, yes. and I think it is. I think in a large, to a large degree, it's it's really partially driven by some of those comics like Maria Bamford, like uh, Mark Maron, like, uh, yeah. you know, uh, uh, who's the other one that, uh, well, Barry Crimmins, to, to some degree. Oh, like, yeah. like those those folks who aren't afraid to talk about like really difficult and personal stuff, um, you know, and and, uh, and I, I love the uh, Maria Bamford's series on Netflix, The Lady Dynamite. It's kind of fun because it deals with, it, it touches on some of those issues of, kind of the touch of craziness and how that affects your daily life and looking at things very differently than than perceived normality. Um, it seems like for how general health care and insurance is moving towards a better place, even if it's not quite there yet, it seems like mental health still is lagging in the way that it's treated and covered. Yeah, yeah and dental. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, it really is. It's just... <laughs> Overlooked, it is. So. I have a bunch of people with bad teeth and madness running around. <laughs> oh no, I got some sweet Obamacare dental insurance recently. Oh, nice. nice. It's, uh, it's the first time I've had dental insurance since I was like 22 years old. I think I have some, but it's like give us a dollar and you can have one tooth cleaned every year. <laughs> I, it's through the it's through the public schools, which I probably shouldn't say because I'll probably get in trouble. Oh my but, god, I want to yeah. Obama so much. Yeah, I don't want to talk about the election though. Yeah. I miss him. Oh, yeah. it's crazy Trump corner. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, let's not spend too much time on this. If you can get this on other podcasts, they're much better podcasts with much smarter people. Talking also, I feel like just a bit of like, this is why he's terrible, and this and this, and it's not like, eh, it's like, whatever. You just feel like it can't get any more depressing mm. or ridiculous, and then it gets more depressing uh, and ridiculous, ridiculous every fucking day. Every day. It's been one long jaw drop that's lasted mm-hmm. eight or nine months. Uh, the nice part of it is it is accompanied with a the odds falling and falling and falling of anything seriously coming of him still at this point. Oh God, let's hope. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, it's, it's that, like, there's a lot of time left, but it's becoming really difficult. I, I think I think if we want to have, like, like worst jobs <laughs> in the world corner for just a quick second, worst political jobs in the world company corner, it would be... Um, and of that guy for Latinos for Trump. <laughs> I just think like that guy has to be so full of self hatred uh, that it is just. I like heard that and I laughed out loud. I'm like, wait. First of all, there's a Latinos for Trump. Second of all, somebody has to run that with a straight face. Uh, and uh, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to piss on anybody's beliefs. And I'm sure there are some people who for. One reason or another, oh, have let's a, do it. I think it's on the least of people who are actively <laughs> working against their own interests. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to go there. It just seems like Jews for Hitler, you know, yeah. like, 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 like that campaign uh-huh. organization, which probably didn't fare too well. Uh, it's. <laughs> It's just, it's like, why, what, what? Have you not been paying attention? Uh, and and I, I think I crossed a line there, and I apologize to the entire listenership, know. and uh, I'll never <laughs> say anything tactless again, I promise. I think you're okay. 
Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, it's just just uh, it, it struck me as being. I, I just had to laugh here that that there was a that that was a thing. Mm. Uh, I mean, but it is the age of the internet, and one thing the internet has taught us is that the most ridiculous shit you could possibly think of is true. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a paradox name for that. Um, so anyway, it's like the gay Republicans who are like leaving the Republican Party now because they feel betrayed. I'm like, at what point did you not? At <laughs> <laughs> what point did they ever have your interests at heart? What point were they not actively taking your rights away? <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh, it's, that's funny. Just because now, <laughs> now they're the only ones who are doing you it. You go to I a guess, really dark place. I guess I could see <laughs> maybe like in the 80s where like... No one wanted you to have rights, being like, I agree with their other points, and now, but now it's just like, you gotta jump ship, man. <laughs> Everyone else wants you to have rights. <laughs> just because you think that trickle-down economics is a, is a viable thing, but still like... maybe go where you're allowed to, to be married and use a bathroom and do things like that. <laughs> um, well, I think we should shift the focus again. Yeah, uh, and I think we should we should have you've, you've got your copy of your book that you're uh, fanning Jesus yourself with. Christ. Will you read a poem for us? It's Amber Fraley's poetry corner from her poem poem book, poems from a midlife crisis. Available her poem poem book. Her, her, her poem poem book. She go to poem twice poems. the poem. It's twice the poems in a book. Uh, she basically just gives them away if you ask her for <laughs> yeah. them, uh, which is a very bad salesperson. But uh, but you're gonna you, you'll you'll. You'll give us a little something from there? Yeah, I'll do one that's genderless, basically. Okay. It's called Please Confirm. Please replace PO number 45603Z198 with PO number 967564LA9 and confirm. Please redirect order Y75V32-8AQ from 345 East 1000 Avenue to 47 Yucca Street and confirm. Please use the replacement PDF file attached to this email. Discard the PDF file sent last Friday and confirm. Please note the updated information regarding the Cooper file and confirm. To whom it may concern, please take your PDFs and your POs, go fuck yourself, and confirm. That was Pete. Please confirm. Nice. (laughs) Yay! There you go. That's a hard poem to read no, let live. Me do, let me yeah. do one more. A haiku. Okay, one more. Okay, okay. Haiku. A lot of people like the haiku. Okay, haiku. What's the name of the haiku? The well, the the whole there's. Eight. Is it a haiku sickle? Mm-hmm. There's hi, There's eight haikus on this page, and it's called the old fucking haikus. And this one says someone should invent permanent hair coloring called just for pubes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, maybe that wasn't fun. I know, I like that. That's a good, that's a, good, that's a profound uh, like thought. Because you know when your pubic hair starts to go gray, it's a little shocking. I'm just saying. I, I really have. Have you not had that happen Not yet. that far south. Uh, Fuck! My chest hair is going gray. Uh, I haven't really had that. That far south. No, I can't. No, I can't. Yeah, not noticeably. But I don't know. It, as I've gotten older, weirdly, my hair that started very blonde and then went pretty like mid level brown blonde hair very very blonde but as it's like starting to gray it's also just lightening in general it seems like especially around when i get it cut and it's just lighter when were you blonde when i was a kid uh probably the single digits ages oh okay i was super blonde 
I feel like you and I are doing sort of a reverse mm-hmm. thing. Like you're 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 very salt and pepper up top, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and but your oh, beard yeah. your beard's I've still got, like, very a dark. Streak. I've got like a fucking rogue from the X Men streak of gray in my beard. And I'm very I'm very salt and pepper in the beard, but my most of my hair most of it is still uh, still darker. So yeah. haven't haven't quite gotten the gray up top yet. Yeah. I look forward to it though. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's. I it's, feel like uh, gray is better than like losing hair. Yeah, certainly. Oh yeah. That's, oh, that's yeah. for Which mine's thinned some over the years, but at least it's still maintained mostly being there, at least. Yeah, for having, I, mean, I think, two grandfathers that really didn't keep all there so much. It's hard to a, remember. They, we've got a few bald friends, but most of our friends have <laughs> hair. We don't have a lot of bald friends. I feel like especially, friends. yeah, there's not so many. Jay Mouse, elusive guest, Jay I Mouse. Yeah. Did he, like, shave his head now? I think he cuts it pretty close. I think I mean, that's, you know, that is a thing. Sometimes I feel like especially that is a, a stopgap of the, like, when it's happening. It's like, I'm going to commit to the shave in the head now. It's starting to go. And then, yeah. like, I'll live the, the shaved head life. You know, so I, that, I feel like British I feel dudes. like there's more, there's more people who I don't think about as much as that are probably have some hair issues. But they've been shaving so long from, like, the early days where the battle was being lost. That it, you don't always think about them when you think about who's bald. Yeah. Remember when we were kids, like Kojak was the only guy who was bald, and now everybody's bald. Do you remember that, or was that just my childhood? <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely one of the balds. There were only a few. There, there like weren't a lot. It's like and, and Professor X, and, <laughs> and, uh, and who else? The King and I, that guy. Oh yeah, uh, I feel like a lot of a lot of British guy. dudes when they, when they started the bald. Yo, bald. Yes. When they started to grow bald, would would totally shave it off, and I, and I always I always respected that. I thought, you know what, if you if you are losing yeah. the battle, just like it's, it, I mean, you may have a lumpy head, but it's still got to be. It's better. certainly a way to go. It, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I've never, I've been lucky enough to avoid that problem so far. But I think I think I would probably just shave it if it started going pretty bad. Can I tell you a secret? Yeah. I use Rogaine for men. Really? Yes, I do. <laughs> because when I hit men- premature men, no, no, can I ask you a question? <laughs> up top, right? Not down yeah, Okay, okay. Up top. all right, all right. No, up top. Because, um, <laughs> so I just wanted to clarify. Because <laughs> you're bald. I know. No, nobody needs to make their bush any bigger. I don't feel like. Um, no, when I hit premature menopause, my hair started fucking falling out and. Uh, the the uh, Rogaine for women is actually a, a lower concentration than the Rogaine for men. And the only reason for that, it's not medical. It's they're afraid that women are going to get it on their face and they're going to grow facial hair. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because women don't know anything about applying cosmetics. <laughs> we might fuck that. Now, these women, they're, they're, just, they're like children. They, they just rub their faces when they get upset. I've seen it. I've seen it in the movies. I here's here's what bugs me about like like I, I've known a couple of, uh, of of lady friends who have had problems with with uh, hair loss and and it seems like in pregnancy there is a hormone that stimulates the hair growth so your your hair gets really really mm-hmm. thick and luscious when you're pregnant like if this was a like if I, I don't understand why if this was a dude I feel like you're also taking like crazy vitamins well and that's another maybe no, they have some hormonal thing too because yeah. after you have the baby a lot of women lose hair yeah, yeah. well and, and it's like if, if, it's, if, a, if, it's, if, an, if it's an it's an environment it's 
sorry, go ahead. No, but I mean, basically, I think you know where I'm going with this. Is like if it was a dude thing, they could they would they would isolate that, and uh-huh. then they would there figure would out a way that there would be a pill that you could just take. Oh and no, that's lush, not what I was going to say. Luscious hair all the time. Uh, I was going to say it's an evolutionary trap. <laughs> <laughs> like she looks oh. really great while she's pregnant. <laughs> then you got the baby, and everything just goes to shit. And you're like, well, I have to stay now because she. We have a baby. That's <laughs> much more fucking devious than I was thinking. <laughs> well, it doesn't seem as much an evolutionary one as a, it's just a side effect. I think like the evolutionary one would just the hair would just keep going to create more babies. <laughs> what? <laughs> like just from an evolutionary standpoint, like pairing off isn't necessarily the thing. It's for cranking out as many babies as possible. Right, and you guys don't really give a shit about the hair, right? <laughs> Not so much. Uh, I, yeah, I'm on my um, second glass of wine. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, ever say before you started that she's not drinking much anymore. So yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. This is a full meal yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's okay. We're coming to the finish line. We're going to make it. We're all just hold hands and hang in together. <laughs> Everybody drink. So, your opinions on hair. Hashtag, uh... uh hair opinions. Hair opinions. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days. And hashtag old respond. gray pubes. Uh, <laughs> also, you know what? I, I do want to throw a little Nick Spacek shout-out as our one, like, Twitter correspondent. <laughs> every, That's right. I, I feel like I get... There's a Nick Spacek tweet at least every couple weeks talking about us. Yeah, so Nick, tell us what you think. Uh, <laughs> hashtag hair opinions. Have you ever been trapped <laughs> by a lady's... Nick Spacek says. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been trapped by a lady's fabulous hair while pregnant? Mm-hmm. Uh, Only to wake up later to realize it was a trap. <laughs> <laughs> Nick is training my sister-in-law. He's training her? Yeah, she's doing like a Fifty Shades of Grey thing? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. she's working with him at Harvest Bakery. Okay. Oh, okay, that's much better than what I was... Although I think he's in Minnesota right now to see Garrison Keillor. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to. Who you hate. I hate uh, a strong word. I hate a strong word, but I don't miss the show. Oh yeah. my God, I love Garrison Keillor. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like... I like... Things and I don't like other things. (laughs) You know, he wrote he wrote a a pretty good essay the other day about Trump, and I was like, "This is really solid." I wish that more of your content was like this more often. (laughs) Okay, we have to. We're gonna have to call it soon because we're we're, we're coming out. But uh, we did promise the people from now on that we would have Nelson's marketing. Like that, we were on the we were were like the three different stages of Garrison Keillor appreciation (laughs) of like love. He's all right and hate. (laughs) We are. We are so. If you ever want to talk to, you know, hashtag Garrison Keeler stages. The hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil monkeys of Garrison Keeler appreciation. <laughs> well, we need to close on Nelson's marketing tip for the week. Uh, Nelson's marketing corner. Oh man, I uh, don't really have time to think about it. I know, I know. Well, the problem is that you're a genius <sighs> off the fly. So just you're like you just you just poop the shit out. So okay, poop, poop, um, some, poop some genius. You know what? Uh, just put it on top of a car and drive the car really fast. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Film it. Take your product, put it on top of the car and drive the car really fast. fast. But film it. Don't just do it. Put it if on. You the... want to, if, make sure people see it. Post or like it. drive it through a town really fast. Yeah. And then like hashtag something on the side of the car and the people will figure it out. Yeah. I feel like that's going to work really well for, like, Bert Nash fundraising. <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. Uh, we're getting out of here. The 
those Fast and Furious movies, they make a shitload of money. So just put stuff on. They should be putting more stuff on those cars to sell. Just like put put a fucking Coke can on top of the car before you start racing it and jumping it from building to building. And fucking Coke sales are going to go up, man. There you they go. They fucking go up. This has been Double Deuce. Put the fucking podcast on top of a car. <laughs> Buy Coke. Double Deuce. Contact us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com is our email. Twitter at doubledeucepod. We are also on Facebook as Double Deuce Podcast. We're also on iTunes, so please uh, subscribe to us and also leave a review with some stars if you liked it. If not, uh, we've been uh, some other podcast.